Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson. If you have found yourself here, it means that you may be looking for courage, clarity, and confidence in some part of your life. Or hey, maybe you want to just be entertained, and that's great as well. So friends, let's go ahead and get started. Today, we welcome back into the studio, Stephanie Jonas of Maverick Boutique. Welcome back. Hi, Jen. Hello, hello. So the last time that you were here, we chatted about the five things that you think make up a girl boss. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're you're so qualified in that area to talk about that because I think of you as a girl boss. So sweet. Thank you. And I think of you. <laughs> we did this last time. We did this last time and I said we could go on and we're still going on, guys. <laughs> we did it all behind the scenes. But you have been on an interesting business journey. You've had a lot of things that you've done and we, ta- we went through that in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. But I really want to talk about from the home parties Thing that you used to do the MLM, mm-hmm. which is the multi-level mm-hmm. marketing, mm-hmm. to now your brick and mortar store, mm-hmm. and then you're hoping to open to franchise to franchise franchise putting it out there franchise Woo, drop right now manifest. Uh-oh. <laughs> but how how did that all happen? I know that you said that you are a self-proclaimed. <laughs> Pardon my plan words, fashionista. <laughs> you love fashion since you were four years old, and you have a lot of stories about that. But. How did it happen that you're sitting here in front of me today, the owner of Maverick, uh, Maverick Boutique, and do you have one store working on another store? Maybe at this point you already have the second. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how did that all manifest? How did that all happen? Well, I will say, it's funny you just said manifest, but I truly believe in manifesting and I just truly believe in whatever you want to call it, praying, manifesting, putting it out into the universe. I just think when you speak out loud what you want, things just happen. And when you work every day towards that vision or goal, things just fall into place. We were just saying mm-hmm. every every thing that happens on a daily basis or a person that come in, comes into your life, there is a reason for it. And I'm sorry to get like deep right now, but... That's I just, what I want. It's yeah. a season or a reason. We were just talking yeah. literally before yeah. we got on air. We were talking about that. Yeah. I just feel like people are put into your space for a reason. They're they're meant to be there to either teach you something or to, you know, for you to learn from them or whatever it is, there's a reason for it. You just Mm -hmm. have to be open. And I think my entire life, I've always believed that I was meant for more. And I just would say yes to things a lot. Like, yeah, sure. I'll try that. Yeah, I'll do that. Why would I not do that? I never think I'm above anything. I never think I'm above anyone. I'll I'll be the first person to say, yeah, let's try it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And I have a problem with giving up and saying no and 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 just you know not finishing something so i'll be the hardest person working out there to make it work mm-hmm. um and i i have this not competition but i love to try my absolute hardest at the end of the day i want everyone to be able to say listen she gave it her all maybe right. maybe mm-hmm. it didn't work out the way we all thought it would but god she really gave it her all right do you ever look back and go, oh my gosh, I did all this. Mm-hmm. I created this. I do. do you ever do that? You do? I do. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think yeah. it's a good thing. Um, I mean, I do it on a daily basis with my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I created you. And you guys are like 
amazing, cool humans. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hang out with you guys. Right. I just like be your mom. Most days, Most right? Most days. I, mean, I have <laughs> there two are boys days. that, you know, yeah, eight and nine. And it's like World War Three in my house every right. day. But I- I'm proud of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of being a mom. I'm proud of being a wife. I'm proud of, you know, owning a house. I'm proud of moving to Naples and not knowing a single person mm-hmm. when I moved here and created this amazing life for myself. I'm proud of my businesses. I'm proud of saying I started screen printing in my garage. Which is crazy. If you guys listened to the last <laughs> podcast, I know her husband's probably a lot like mine. They give you the side eye and yep. go, what are you yep. doing now? Yep. Where are you spending what? the money? Yep. <laughs> Actually, a funny story. After I told my husband I wasn't going to be a realtor anymore and, and decided to take up screen printing. I honestly think he was like, we need to like talk to your parents. Like something's <laughs> going on. Maybe it's postpartum. Like, I don't know what's happening. Intervention time. Right. Mm. And then after that business took off and it did so good, I decided to join LuLaRoe. And that buy-in at the time was $10,000. Mm-hmm. And my husband literally looked at me and said, no, you're not doing it. And I said, I'm sorry, but I am. And I, then I already I, did. I already did. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then when that took off, he was like, all right, I trust you from here on out. You make the decisions. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I see Proven. your vision. Yeah. So just it just takes persistence, ladies. Just keep it doing it. It sure does. <laughs> and and imagine if you wouldn't have taken those chances. Right. You know, should have, could have, right. all of that. You're mm-hmm. looking back and going, oh, I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can honestly say there's not one thing in my life that I'm like, oh, really should have done that. Right. No. Because you know, did it. Right. Right. I did it. And I know that we're wherever, whatever I said no to, if I did say no to anything, it was for a reason. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be in this exact spot I am right now. Because you made your destiny. Right. You create it. You create it. You're mm-hmm. right. So you started out your current business that you have as an MLM. Mm-hmm. So multi-level marketing mm-hmm. had people under you. Mm-hmm. How did you... How did you take that and turn that into, or realize, I guess, that mm-hmm. you needed to turn that into a brick and mortar store? Like, what was your aha moments? What led to all of that? So I'm going to be real because that's mm-hmm. who I am. That's, and we totally. And I respect people who are real. So I'm giving it to you real. Um, I mean, it, it basically came down to finances. Um, we started the business in 2019. It took off um, to the point where I was like, whoa, I need to get like a like a financial advisor. Like, I don't know what to do with all this money right now. Wow. I mean, it took off. Um, but we grew at a at a space that I just feel like was not sustainable. And then COVID hit mm-hmm. and all my production is overseas. Ugh. And then we had, you know, logistics issues mm-hmm. with shipping and California. And if anyone knows all that, that was a disaster. I mean, we had product that I had paid for that was just sitting at ports for six months. Um, I mean, the fact that we made it another three years, I'm like, how did I do it? How did I do it? Um, we had so many people signing up at the same time because everyone was home from COVID. Oh um, so it was kind of like a perfect disaster. But then I was scrambling to be like, I need inventory. I need a warehouse. I don't. Mm-hmm. How do I do all this right now? California shut down. How do I do this? Um, so we made it three years and another three years after that. Um, and we talked about this in the last podcast, but if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm -hmm. And we got to a point where we just weren't growing anymore. And I held on for as long as I could. And I did everything possible. And that business advisor and financial advisor I was talking about said to me a year ago, call it quits. Mm -hmm. And I said, no. On the MLM. On the MLM MLM aspect. Nothing to do with the boutique. Um, They said, call it quits. And I said, no, I can't. I will will mortgage my house again if I have to. I will not give up on this dream. I I know my passion. I have goosebumps as I say it. But um, 
it came down to finances and mm-hmm. being being a smart businesswoman is is knowing when to call it quits. And it's not always the fun part. It's the worst part mm-hmm. because I feel like it was a part of me. And I, I don't want to say that I feel like I failed because I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I pushed through as hard as I possibly could. And I can say I tried every resource and did mm-hmm. all the things I could. But at the end of the day, it really wasn't in my control anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know my possibility of getting out there and selling and doing all the things. And I just felt like I was being held back and I couldn't do that. So it was time to make changes. And the online space is very hard. And it, it has been for a very long time. I mean, it's, you know, price shopping and com- mm-hmm. competition and it's just hard. It's an ugly space sometimes. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. space, but it's an ugly space. Right. Um, and I missed that in-person interaction. And I just, my my dream kind of evolved to, why can't I bring back brick and mortars? Mm-hmm. Why does everyone have to say it's dead? It's not. It's definitely not, I would it's tell you. It's not. That. And I know we live in like this little euphoria here mm-hmm. in Naples, but I know that there's places in the U.S. that also thrive on that that you know experience of right. shopping, and I really want to bring that back. And so I that's agree my with new you. goal. I love that because <laughs> I was actually somewhere recently, and I was in these stores. I'm like, oh my gosh, their inventory sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. what? And the comment to the person in the store was, "Yeah, most of our stuff is online, right? But then why do you have a store, right?" Do you have your stuff online as well as in the store? I do. Okay. I do. So you're doing both, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But uh, it's definitely not dead. I mean, I know I love, I, I know my daughter who's a millennial loves to just buy online, but it's because she hasn't found anything locally because right. nobody had right. stuff to buy. Right. Because they all went online. Right. And I think if we're just as a whole constantly saying, oh, brick and mortar is dead, brick and mortar is dead. Okay. Well, I mean, people are going to start to believe that. Right. Manifesting. You're manifesting <laughs> it. Um, I mean, I felt this insane, like, light bulb went off in my head. I took my boys. It was right after COVID. I took my boys to the mall. <laughs> they look at me and they go, what is this place? <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing you such a disservice. How do you not know what this place mm-hmm. is? Um, I love it. A disservice. I am. <laughs> like, That's well, how do they not know? Um, and it, it's their favorite thing in the entire world. My eight-year-old wants to have his birthday party and they just, he just wants to go to the mall. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. It's, it's, I don't know. To me, that speaks volumes. Our kids, we grew up going to the mall. We did. I mean, I would just go to the mall. And this and is why I'm laughing because I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie thinks she's failed. She hasn't introduced her children to the mall. <laughs> Listen, if that's the only aspect I feel like I failed and I think I'm doing oh okay. Oh my God, that is hilarious. <laughs> I love it because we did grow up going to the I mall. Know, and it was the best. <laughs> Wasn't it the best? It was. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I just have this new, you know, when I started the MLM, my like goal was to have people understand what MLM is and mm-hmm. it's not gross and it's not icky and you can do it the right, right. way. And now I feel like it's just evolved to, okay, guys, brick and mortar is not dead. Let's right. bring it back. Mm-hmm. Let's bring, how much did we all crave that human interaction during COVID? Exactly. Doesn't that speak volumes that we want that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is your closet overflowing or maybe your kid's closet are as well? Or maybe you want to redecorate your house. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, well, bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free and they'll sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle by doing all the work and all you have to do is sit back and collect your money. 
You can reach out to them online at truefashionistas.com. Come into the store or check them out on Facebook or Instagram at truefashionistas.com. Welcome back, friends. We are in the studio with Stephanie Jonas of Maverick Boutique. We're talking business and brick and mortar and growing your business and all of that. What is different now in your life than it was when you first started your business? Everything. (laughs) Everything. I mean, I was working out of my garage (laughs) when I first started. Um, Now we have a 2,000 square foot warehouse. Um, We have one location open in Naples. We have another one that's under contract at Coconut Point. Um, we everything has changed. My vision has changed. It's evolved. I don't know if it's changed. It's evolved. Um, it, it, my passion is there to still help and inspire and create. It's just kind of evolved to something else than it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I have a question. How did you come up with the name Maverick? So. I started typing in words on Google mm-hmm. that people have described me as. And I just kept typing. And, you know, like it, all these random things would come up and websites. And then I noticed that the word maverick just kept popping up as like an adjective. Oh my gosh. And I started reading what it meant. And it's someone that, you know, goes against the grain and believes in herself and doesn't have to have like validity from other people. And I was like, God, this is so I me. love it. This is so me. Um, that rebel in you, that Steph. Rebel. But that then I, I was like, there's no way I can trademark Maverick. I mean, there's no way, right? So then I started kind of just thinking of like, okay, how can I wrap this into clothes? And the collection just mm-hmm. kind of popped up. Um, so I called my trademark lawyer and she was like, yeah, let's do it. We can trademark it. So, awesome. Yeah, Maverick so the trade, collection. You've trademarked Maverick the collection. I've trademarked it. It's mine. Any thought of doing Maverick the boutique? Um, it definitely was a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like my brand is so Maverick the collection. Mm-hmm. Like I've just like ingrained it into people's heads. I don't want there to be confusion. Um, I don't know though. It's definitely been a thought. That I've had for a while. And you've talked about possibly franchising. Yeah, that's my that's my goal. That's your that's my manifestation for mm-hmm. 2023. Um, I just feel like I basically already was franchising. That's basically what an MLM right. is. I mm-hmm. mean, you're just having girls sign up that use your brand right. and use, you know, your branding and mm-hmm. use your products and go off of your vibe. Right. And I basically already did that. So I'm ready to kind of bring it to the brick and mortar space of franchising. And like we were talking, your culture is everything. Right. You know, it's, right. it, it embodies who you are as a brand. Right. Right. So. And I think we just have very key points that make us stand out, like our, you know, our coloring and our styles mm-hmm. of our clothes and the way I wear them and the way I model them and the way I have other people model mm-hmm. them, all different bodies. Um, I just... And I think there's just a need for it. I have so many people on a daily basis that are like, wait, how can I sell Maverick? I want to sell right. Maverick. How can I do it? Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone thinks opening up a business is <laughs> easy. They do. And there's so much that goes into it. So when you have someone that can kind of give you everything and lead mm-hmm. you the right way, it's a game changer. It is. Which goes into my second point. What has been the hardest thing overall in owning your business? Or starting your business. Separating the personal and keeping it strictly business. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I started a, a company with 400 women, so there was a lot of emotion. <laughs> right, of course. And I'm a fixer and I want to mm-hmm. help everyone and I want everyone to, 
you know, be their best version and I want to be able to be there to help them do it. And I get real invested. Yes. Um, we talked about this earlier. We did. We did. But oh, I feel goodness. it. Um, I- and it's hard for me to let go. And it's hard for me to just be like, no, this is a business decision. And no, I don't want to know, you know, how everything makes you feel. And I don't want to talk about how everything makes me feel. We're here to mm-hmm. have a business. Um, so I think that's been a, the biggest lesson. And I feel like I've truly grown immensely over the years with with learning how to do that. And you know, I've found through when you have to have those tough conversations or go through those tough points, that's that's your area of growth mm-hmm. because you come out of it on the other side, mm-hmm. a changed person yep. and, and able each time. To, each it's time. Different. It is. Mm-hmm. But you're able to take on even something tougher mm-hmm. the next time. Yeah. Because you've grown, you've stretched. It's like exercising, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm. I've got. I've got bigger muscles because I broke that down, yeah. and I built it back up. Yeah, yeah. And I think that quote, I like r- make it run through my head daily. Is that you know the way someone treats you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Mm-hmm. And you know when people are saying mean things, typically mm-hmm. it's because they're just not you know, happy or fulfilled or something else is going on in their life. It's not truly about you. So being able to separate that and say, okay, this is not, maybe this isn't really about the business. Mm -hmm. Maybe this really isn't about me um, has really helped me also. You know, I heard a a quote at one time or just a saying of, you know, how pay attention to how someone treats you the first time Mm. because that's going to indicate how they treat you the next time and the next time. I like that. So I'm, I'm so full of those. You ha- I have like, so wow. many, so many quotes written down that she has said. I love it. I just retain information. Yeah, no, it's you know, it's good. So any parting words that you want to leave for our audience today? Anything that you're like, you know what? This has really gotten me through. This is really something that I want everybody to know. I want to shout it from the rooftops. Oh, I feel like there's so many. Um, <laughs> on our first podcast that we filmed, I mean, those top five things. I mean, that's just like that is the Bible, I think, for starting a business. You need those five things. And so I'm going to recap those okay. right now. Consistency uh, consistency and discipline, mm-hmm. thick skin, unwavering confidence, balance and schedule, and leading with a vision and leading with a vision. Yeah. And creating that that vision. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, it, just, we talked about this too, not, giving up. You know, your first your first four businesses may fail. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Cuz maybe number 5 is the one that changes the world or changes you and and changes your family. I, I just feel like we're so quick to be like, no, I I'm giving myself 6 months and if it's not successful, I'm giving up and I'm a failure and I I can't do anything else. Keep trying. Mm-hmm. Who cares? We all fail. We do. It's not who are we to put a timeline on something? Not to get spiritual, but like there's a bigger plan out there. Right. Who are we to say, no, my first business is the one that has to make me millions. Mm-hmm. So just right. keep going. I love that. Yeah. So if our listeners want to get a hold of you or want to shop your store, how do they do that? Well, please come by our store at the shops at Vanderbilt. We're right across from Flacco's Unit 814. You cannot miss our sign. It's as big as Collier County would approve. Um, <laughs> we all have that issue. <laughs> um, and then online, Maverick underscore the collection on Instagram, on Facebook, Maverick the Collection by Stephanie Jonas, and then our website, maverickthecollection.com. 
Fabulous. Thank you so much thank for joining you. me again today. Thank you. And thank you, my friends, for joining us today and every week here on The Fashionista Life, brought to you by True Fashionistas. If you want a deeper dive, head to my website, thefashionistalife.com, to sign up for my weekly newsletters where we take a deeper dive each week into a new topic. Have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.